In this podcast series from Urban and Civic, we're going to introduce Winchingham and find out why it's going to be such a vibrant place to live, work and call home. We'll uncover the secrets of previous residents that have been buried for millennia, find out what species are going to be welcomed back to their new wildlife havens and learn how smart planning creates a sustainable community that's fit for the future. In this episode, we'll discover what life in St Neots is like and what's in store for Winteringham. We'll meet members of the local community. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't live anywhere better. <laughs> I really, I genuinely love where I live. Find out what it's like to be a new resident in an urban and civic development. Um, so we just come out of my house and seeing this big slide towering above the community play park. It's quite a lot of fun for the kids. And visit the new occupants of a very unique school. What insects might we find today? What might we find? Worms. Worms. Arriving by road or rail into St Neots, you may pass the diggers and cranes at the Winteringham site or catch a glimpse of an iconic school structure taking shape. But the new residents who'll soon be moving into their new homes here won't be the first to call this land their home. Archaeological digs before construction began have uncovered Iron Age farmsteads on the site, dating back thousands of years, giving us another chapter in the story of the town. Welcome to St Neots Museum. My name's Liz Davis and I'm the curator of the museum. One of the characteristics of the St Neots area is that people have been living here for a very long time. And you come round into the, into the actual museum. But this, these things were found in Ainsbury, evidence that relatively well-off Roman people were living here. So there's some makeup in this very neat little bottle. There's a little uh, Roman brooch. There's a few tiny bits of uh, Roman pottery. After the Second World War, as London was growing, the need to get people to move out of London and to provide better housing led to St Neots becoming one of the London overspill areas. And that's when the town grew from a little market town of 5,000 people to the over 30,000 it is today and, um, you know, predicted to rise to 60,000. So the development of the town from a very small little farming community has been going on for at least 2,000 years. The St Neots of 2019 is a thriving market town. It's ancient market square dating from the 12th century and still the hub of the community. In fact, it's been host to a market every Thursday ever since it was founded, and the twice-monthly farmer's market is a great place to source produce that's been grown, raised, caught or made in the local area. Coupled with restaurants, cafes and pubs, with a national reputation for great food, it makes St Neots a great place to socialise and meet new people. But it's not all the town's famous for. It's Given the town's picturesque setting on the banks of the Great Ouse, it's no surprise that the river has played a big role in the town's history, and of course, it's still a focal point today. The annual St Neots regatta and dragon boat races are the highlights of the year and attract rowers and spectators from all over the country. Dominique Clark is the regatta organiser. So I started rowing when I was 13. I'm 29 now. So my gosh, that makes me sound old. I've been rowing, I've been rowing for a long time. Um, and this year is my first year organising the regatta. So I'm regatta secretary. 
for the town, what it does is it, it so it really puts St Neots on the map. We have um, we have people travel the length of the country to come to St Neots Regatta, and I think for local people, it's like a really proud moment because actually where we live is beautiful, and um, it's just a fantastic event. Held every summer, it's one of the largest regattas in the country and the perfect excuse for the whole town to get together. The rowing club welcomes new members with open arms and for new residents to the area, like Rob, who moved to the Loves Farm development from London a few years ago, it's just one of the great ways of meeting new people. For me, the best thing about living in St Neots is the fact that you can walk down the high street at any time. You feel really safe. You get to know people. You've got loads of clubs. I mean, obviously, I'm part of the rowing club. Next to the rowing club is a tennis club. You've got the, the gym, FL1 Leisure. There's Y Boston Lakes Gym, so there's loads of things like that. So there's loads of ways of um, getting to know lots of other people, whether it be at the library, loads of cafes, clubs, the works. It's, it's big enough for you to for everyone to not know every inch of your life but small enough for you to know a lot of people and, and have some good friends basically and that's what's good about it but it's not just rowing and the opportunities to meet people that rob and Dominy love about living here so for my work like i said I travel over the country so i'm a couple of minutes from the a1 just about where you live in st it's a couple of minutes from the a1 to go north or south and into king's cross it takes me 38 minutes I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't live anywhere better. <laughs> I really, I genuinely love where I live. We moved because of the rail links, um, very close to the to the train station. Uh, that was one of the main draws, but also because of the countryside. Thirty seconds walk out of our house, and we're in a field. And that's what we like about it. You wouldn't know it's a town of forty thousand, forty thousand plus people and growing, and you you're only thirty eight minutes from London on the train. Those great connections, not only to London and the surrounding countryside, but also to the likes of Bedford, Cambridge and Milton Keynes, are what put St Neots and Wintringham in the perfect spot. My name's Ron Henry. I work with Peter Brett Associates, uh, now part of Stantec. And um, our role is all the engineering technical aspects on the Wintringham scheme. Ron's been working on bringing Wintringham to life for around the last 10 years. He understands why the town is so well-placed and has the job of keeping it that way for every future resident. And it's so well-connected, whether well, it's existing A428, um, the A1 north-south, a great train station in terms of rail connectivity and linking it with building around a rail hub. Its disposition lends itself to you know, good development, and with that is looking at not just the new community, but linking in with the existing community as well, and, and what the development has to offer and integrate and link with uh, St Neots uh, itself. Often, new developments on the edges of existing towns can feel a little bit cut off or isolated, but Winchingham is part of St Neots and is being carefully designed to feel like part of that vibrant community. Paul Cutler is Urban and Civic's Head of Master Planning and Design. Well, the vision for Winchingham is it's a um, quite a unique site because of its location close to the proximity of the railway station, proximity to the town centre, and the fact it is a uh, expanding part of the town so it, it needs to fully integrate into the town and not be seen as a separate island. And so the work to integrate the community starts long before the first roads are laid or the foundations are dug. Rebecca Britton looks after communities and partnerships at Urban and Civic. Wintringham's a really exciting development because it's a community within a community uh, and that means that we can have links with local shops, with local groups and activities so that 
as the first person to move in, you know, the local brownies uh, are already maybe meeting on site once a month uh, and people can join them. It's really hard to start a community from scratch. The beauty of Winteringham and the way it works with St Neots is that you've got communities on the doorstep who are very positive about Winteringham, who are very positive about the growth in St Neots, um, and we want to be a partner with them so that we just ensure that Winteringham is part of the future of St Neots. And that's not only done through consultations with local people and groups, but also getting out there into the community, like at the annual regatta, to meet and talk to people face to face. So we're down here at the St Neots Regatta uh, and it's a really good opportunity to to meet local people, to meet people from a wider area uh, and get their views and and draw their thoughts into the Wintergum development. We always think that community events are important. Firstly, I think it enables us to, to be out and about, talking to people, listening to them about what interests them, what they enjoy or find difficult about St Neots so we can kind of understand what needs to come forward um, at, at Winteringham and how it needs to work with St Neots. One newcomer to the area who knows all about the community spirit is Caroline Richardson, who runs the Art and Soul Cafe in St Neots. Both artists, Caroline and her husband Tim, have created a cafe, come gallery, come creative space, that's really evolving into more of a community centre. Keen to set down roots in the area, they fell in love with one of the town's old buildings and embarked on a mission to create a space that was inclusive, creative and much more than somewhere just to grab a coffee. It's been amazing. Doing the building work here, we got to know some of the local builders and started developing some relationships with local people anyway. Uh, So it felt like we were becoming grounded within the community anyway Um, and we had links with a a local church who provided some kids to come and paint for us and um, that was a really good fun time as well so gradually you know building a network here and it's just been amazing to see how it's developed people seem to be really open uh, rather than where we come from in London where it's much harder to build relationships with people uh, so it's been it's been lovely to sort of get to know people in the community in all sorts of spheres, both working together and just customers coming in. Uh, I'm sure you can hear all the sound. Uh, we get lots of kids in, lots of families, lots of large groups, and it tends to be quite a, uh, a thriving place most of the time. So we have a range of people doing all sorts of things here mostly socialising, but often people come and work here as well, both downstairs and upstairs. I've been struck over the past couple of years of the growth of loneliness in our society and our culture. And one of the things that we wanted to do was to cut right across that whole thing and create an atmosphere within the cafe where people could talk to each other. So we've got quotes on the board about loneliness and talking to people. We have something called a chatty cafe scheme that we signed up to. Uh, whereby there's a notice on the table, you can come and sit here and anybody will talk to you. There's an older guy who comes in um, quite frequently and he was in this morning, he lives by himself and he was sitting down in one place and a couple came in and they chose to sit with him purely because of the emphasis that we have. And they had a lovely time and they came to me afterwards and they said, we've done this because, you know, this is what you're encouraging us to do. It was brilliant, really been touched by the whole idea of uh, being part of a community. 
Over the next 10 years, Wintringham will provide much-needed quality homes alongside schools, shops and transport links for new residents, connecting them to their neighbouring communities. 2,800 new homes, two primary schools with early years provision, as well as shops, services, health and community facilities are all being planned. And with shops and services spread throughout the development, wherever residents choose to live, they'll always be just a short walk away. I mean, Urban and Civic was essentially set up to respond to the fact that a lot of housing comes forward in a slightly haphazard way and often there's talk of new communities but it is actually housing estates. We think while that provides a roof over people's heads it's not really about giving people a place where they can set down roots and so we work with house builders but we put in place all of the core community infrastructure and green space but also we push the quality that they will deliver through our design code uh, and through working uh, in license agreements with them um, so that it's not about having a vision but it then not quite being delivered. We work really hard all the way through from planning to delivery and to long-term maintenance to make sure we ensure that vision is delivered. So That means landscape green spaces, finished play parks and shops that people can use and enjoy from the moment they get their keys, rather than feel like they're living amongst a building site. Hi, I'm Rob Patterson and I'm a resident of Alconbury Weald. It's exactly what Rob Patterson experienced when he first moved into the nearby urban and civic development at Alconbury Weald. Alconbury Weald is... Ever since we came, uh, it's just been a very welcoming place. Uh, it's a very welcoming community. It's a lovely setting. There's great play parks for the kids already established. So sometimes when we have visitors over, we'll do a play park tour. So we'll start off at the furthest play park and then just work our way walking back to the various play parks uh, as an afternoon activity. Um, so we just come out of my house and, and seeing this big uh, slide towering above the community play park it's quite a a big imposing kind of slide and a lot of fun for the kids Uh, and I might have gone down there once Uh, and right uh, just beside that as well as the allotments which have just uh, been opened up this year so I've got a small plot over there it's a lot of shared kind of I've tried this and I've tried that or you can get this from there and soil from here and some fertilizer up the road Um, and then just sharing out the excessive vegetables as well because my courgettes have gone mad and uh, so I've been uh, dishing those out because there's only so many ways you can eat courgette. (laughs) It's been that sense of being very welcoming friendly um, we've got a, a shop that's sort of been slowly opening up longer and longer hours as Adrian and Sam have established that community shop and that's been they're very friendly and welcoming and supportive Hello uh, my name's Adrian I've uh, been running Swinford stores on Alconbury Weald for the last two and a bit years now we set it up to, to try and be part of the community you know people know my name they know Debbie, who works for us as well. I mean, when we opened, there was 47 houses that were actually occupied, so it, it was so far in advance of anything else that's happened in the country um, to, to actually open a shop on a new, brand new development. And Urban and Civic have obviously helped support it, um, so I think any new development, it's the way to go. It does help build that that community spirit. Hello, that's Slashy. Which one do you want? The yellow one. 
And I think that's one of the surprises, how that kind of infrastructure is in place uh, so early on and having a shop so early on. And, and I know there's a cafe, the, the play parks, how many play parks are already open. Often you get the feeling in these big buildings of, of houses and things that the play parks kind of end at the end you know they get built towards the end uh, and here they were right towards the start already in place and it's just getting those community spaces having a school that's open for all years was was really great that uh, our children were able to go straight to that local school and just be able to walk there so they're all great surprises uh, about a new build. Like the primary school at Alconbury Wild, the Wintringham School is set to be a centrepiece, designed by a sterling prize winner and the envy of many. Paul Cutler again. It will be the most colourful, wonderful and playful place to be educated. I mean, it just makes me want to go back to being a, a four, five, six, through to 11-year-old once again. And it's a, a forest school as well. So it's got this wonderful courtyard. Um, inside it, which is, which is actually a classroom, and this courtyard has got fully mature trees and everything inside it. It's the most wonderful thing. Uh, the kids are going to absolutely adore it. The first of two primary schools at Wintringham, the three-form entry school sits at the head of a main plaza with the shops and cafes and a focal point for the community. There's also some other important benefits to its smart design. Uh, what's also great about the design that it is absolutely sort of sustainable in the full sense of the word the timber frame means that the the damage to the environment the carbon footprint is uh, very quickly replenished and also there's lots of research that suggests children learning in that environment and in a timber structure really helps their learning and the sort of colors and design on the exterior uh, make it a really inspiring place to be it really is at the heart of the new community okay winchingham we are back who have we found already But before the school's even been built, the first intake of Winteringham pupils have already been busy learning at a specially built classroom at the nearby Roundhouse School. Also a forest school, regularly being out around nature, has a big role to play. Stacey Roberts is the inclusion manager across both schools. So this activity is a forest school activity which is led by Miss Abbott, our forest school lead. And what it's promoting here is the independent learning of the children. So children are being brought out to a different environment to what they might be used to. There's a range of activities here, so they can be making clay faces, they can be making um, natural bookmarks, they can be doing um, bird watching, bug hunting. What insects might we find today? What might we find? Worms. Worms. Nails. Nails, we might find lots of nails. Woodlouse. When it's one woodlouse, it's a woodlouse. When it's two woodlouses, that means it's a woodlice. Now I'm going to find some birds. So we have seen a real improvement in some of our high-level behaviour children where they would normally be sort of sent out of class or they wouldn't be getting the amount of work done, the quality and quantity of work. So for those children, it's had like a massive impact on then transferring the skills they learn here. You know, the um, resilience, you know, tolerance that you might not get if you were just sitting down all the time. That also impacts on the rest of the children, because if those children are behaving better and achieving in the same way that they are, it just helps those children to get on with their learning, which is obviously great for the teacher at the front of the classroom as well. Whether it's bug hunting activities for school children, green spaces to walk the dog or ecology routes to enjoy on the morning commute, ecology and nature will be part and parcel of living at Wintringham and something that the community can enjoy from day one. Here's Alconbury Wild resident Rob Patterson again. 
And the wildflowers down here was amazing earlier in the year. And butterflies were, were fantastic. Just walking down there, you could just see so many different types of butterflies. And it's great that that ecology and wildlife is happening. You know, it is a new build and already there are those things happening. And the bird life you could hear in the reeds and things when we walking the dog down here has been brilliant. I think the ecology and the nature and the green space is so important for people. Um, I think it kind of helps to ground us and it uh, so it's great to have that green space to see the trees that we've got here already. Uh, I think it just touches inside somehow gives people a bit of a peace inside and I think that's why it's so important to see the green space to have a bit of space you can walk in uh, see the trees but also to see that wildlife and the butterflies and things is just a great thing for people to experience check out the rest of the episodes in this series to find out more about Wintringham you can subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts sign up for news at wintringham.org to keep informed on facilities coming forward new homes and community events from tree planting to archaeology open days (laughs) 